Sick of the fatigue and fog, fed up with the unpredictable flares, hangry from the super restrictive diets. Hello, and welcome to the Crunchy Allergist Podcast, a podcast empowering those who, like me, appreciate both a naturally-minded and scientifically-grounded approach to health and healing. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Kara Wada, quadruple board-certified pediatric and adult allergy immunology and lifestyle medicine physician, Sjogren's patient, and life coach. My recipe for success combines anti-inflammatory lifestyle, trusting therapeutic relationships, modern medicine, and mindset to harness our body's ability to heal. Now, although I might be a physician, I'm not your physician, and this podcast is for educational purposes only. Welcome back. Today, we have one last special episode from the recent first annual virtual Sjogren Summit. My friend and colleague Jennifer Therani is a registered dietitian and expert in anti-inflammatory nutrition. Jennifer believes that eating healthy does not have to be boring, time-consuming, or expensive. She is extremely passionate about helping women with chronic illness adopt an anti-inflammatory, gut-healing eating pattern without unwarranted food eliminations. She doesn't believe in diets. Instead, in making small, sustainable lifestyle changes to help you find balance in your everyday life, including trying to keep your favorite foods in the mix. Jennifer's mantra is give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. Her nutrition coaching programs empower you with nutrition education, provide an accountability to take action, and experience transformations, and with an inclusive community of women going through the same struggles so you don't have to feel alone. I am super excited to partner with Jennifer in my Redefining Success programs, but more about that later. For now, let's tune in to hear what she had to share at our recent summit. Hi, everyone. Um, My name is Jennifer. I'm a registered dietitian. And I'm so excited to be part of this Shogun Summit. And my apologies, uh, because I wasn't able to uh, provide this uh, recording in time. Um, I'm actually currently visiting my mom in India. And we were at a retreat, a seven-day retreat that was incredible. Um, My mom did pain management program. And I just did a little pamper me uh, program at the retreat. So that being said, um, I was struggling with a little bit of internet issues, Um, but now I'm back in Mumbai and recording this for you guys and super, super, super excited to be part of this summit and to provide you with this information about anti-inflammatory nutrition. So let's dive right in. Um, I'm going to start off this conversation by providing you with a little bit of a backstory, um, my story, my why of why I do what I do, why I started Chronic Pain Nutritionist Instagram account, and why I designed the Silver Lining experience, which is my 90-day group coaching experience um, that is super simple, realistic, evidence-based program for women with autoimmune chronic illness. So my mother actually struggled with chronic lower back pain, as well as musculoskeletal pain after her fall at the train station. Due to this, um, my mother had to 
constantly say no to social events because she would be in a lot of pain and if she did anything that was taxing her body she would be in pain for many many days after that and wouldn't be able to do household chores and then i also remember you know times when we would plan to go for a movie and if you know anything about indian bollywood movies they are 3 hours long or rather they used to be 3 hours long and um then my mom would say no last minute and i would get super upset um my mom would then just pop a pain pill opioid um you know so that she experiences some pain relief and she's able to come with us to the movie and able to sit for three long hours and all this to make me happy my mom um you know always was in pain and she wasn't able to express it and as a child um i knew nothing i knew zero uh, about what invisible illness is and what chronic pain is you know um so i would just be upset constantly you know if my mom wasn't able to attend social events with us or go out or travel with us um and i want to ask you if you resonate with any of this if you resonate with my mom's story and if you experience any of these things with your children do you feel like you have to constantly say no to social events going out because you're afraid of a flare because you feel like once you go out and come back you will be in pain for many days and it's really really hard to explain all of this to your family members especially young children in the house who do not understand what you're going through my mom actually was really struggling with invisible illness my relatives would call her antisocial and all of this was completely like something i had no idea about growing up so you know we tried everything um eastern medicine physical therapy homeopathy and these treatments only worked for a little bit of time like a short period of time um we didn't know anything about anti-inflammatory foods or anything like that you know <laughs> obviously i was in school studying um and just being a nerd um so when i was doing literature review for um my masters degree which is in anti-inflammatory nutrition and probiotics is when i started to connect the dots uh, between anti-inflammatory potential of foods and how it can reduce chronic lower grade inflammation how it can reduce insulin resistance and i also learned how evidence based nutrition and medications work so well together in helping women uh with autoimmune chronic illness um achieve remission or at least reduce their medications reduce the length of their flares reduce the severity of their flares because once you know your trigger foods which is not the topic for this um 
summit conversation. But once you know your trigger foods, you know to avoid them or reduce them or pair them with anti-inflammatory foods really well. That's exactly what I teach in my 90-day group coaching experience uh, because I review uh, food and symptom journals, um, the food and symptom journal that I have created based on my education and expertise as a registered dietitian. And I provide feedback to my clients. And then we do specific eliminations that are individualized to specific clients because you are unique and so are your um, trigger foods. So anyway, that being said, um, you know, that's when I decided I wanted to help women um, like my mom live an empowered life um, so that they never have to feel like they have to follow a restrictive elimination diet to be successful and miss out on uh, precious moments with friends and family like my mom had to do while I was growing up. But now, as I told you, I went on a retreat for seven days with my mom. She was thriving. Um, last year, she had COVID, but she recovered really well. Um, uh, from COVID as well. And, you know, she's, she's living an empowered, vibrant life um, based on um, the anti-inflammatory eating pattern, as well as lifestyle that, you know, we've together created for her. So next thing I want to dive into some of the basics of anti-inflammatory eating pattern. So you get a good idea of what are some of the pillars of anti-inflammatory eating pattern, and then you can start checking them off. If you know anything about me, I am a dietitian that does not believe in diets. I am so motivated. I'm so passionate about teaching women how to fish instead of just giving them a fish which will feed them for a day versus if I teach you how to fish, you're going to be able to thrive. And that's the exact feedback I get from the clients who graduate from my program because now they're able to seamlessly put together meal components that are anti-inflammatory, whatever they have in their fridge, freezer, pantry. When they're grocery shopping, they feel empowered because now they exactly know um, what anti-inflammatory eating pattern looks like as well as their specific symptoms. Symptoms. So let's dive right in. And I want you to start taking action right away. Like I said, I, if whenever I do a session, I, my goal and my intention is to give you um, action items that you can start implementing right away and start experiencing mini transformations right away. You know, this is a slow, slow process, like anything in life, um, but it is very effective. So first things first, fiber containing carbohydrates. Um, I just had um, my first call with one of the um, apps that I'm working with, and that is purely for autoimmune chronic illness patients. And um, the client asked me like, hey, what about autoimmune protocol? And I was like, I don't, I don't teach that. I don't preach that. What I preach is anti-inflammatory eating pattern. Um, and so that's where the carbohydrates come into the picture um, because autoimmune protocol eliminates a lot of fiber containing carbohydrates, which I do not promote at all. So fiber containing carbohydrates such as beans, lentils, ancient grains, 
whole grains. Um, these are all important for you to include in every single meal and snack. Um, starchy vegetables like sweet potatoes, potatoes, squash, etc. Carbohydrates provide you with energy. So many times I find women dieting or trying to eliminate carbohydrates because some diet on Google told them to do that. They start eliminating fruits. They start eliminating, you know, beans, lentils, um, because some, again, some diet told them to do that on the internet or their doctor promoted that for them. So I want you to start really paying attention to those carbohydrates. There are two reasons for that. Uh, the carbohydrates that contain fiber, number one, it gives you the energy that you need. It has plentiful of vitamins and minerals, which also uh, contribute towards reducing fatigue, reducing brain fog. One of my clients last night told me in the graduation um, call that she didn't think that her fatigue and brain fog are going to reduce so much in just as little as three months. So, you know, I know this diet can do wonders and I want you to start taking action right away. Number two, omega-3s and other uh, micronutrient-dense healthy fats. So omega-3 fatty acids are super important and these are most research-based um, anti-inflammatory compounds, um, EPA, DHA. So just a little bit of um, information here about omega-3s. Omega-3 fatty acids are of two types, EPA, DHA, which is only available in um, oily fish like salmon, trout, sardines, mackerel, or, and because the fish eats algae, that's how they get it, or if we directly eat algae, which we don't, so we don't get it um, like that. So we have to eat um, oily fish or take a supplement to make sure that we are getting omega-3 fatty acids on a consistent basis. The other type of omega-3 is ALA. So if you're following vegan or vegetarian diet, you may be including a lot of flax seeds, chia seeds, hemp seeds, and these have omega-3 ALA type. Our body does not do a very good job of converting ALA to EPA, DHA. So if you have ever been told like, oh, vegan diet, you can get all your omega-3s, normal people who do not have chronic illness, maybe, somewhat, right? But women with chronic illness do need ample amounts of omega-3s because you do have a lot of low-grade um, inflammation in your body. And then some of the other types of healthy fats include monounsaturated fats, polyunsaturated fats, and these come from um, nuts, seeds. So include these on a very, very, very regular, consistent basis. Number three is plant-forward protein options. So again, I like to give examples of my clients. So like I said, I was talking to this client last night and her diet is pretty pretty healthy, pretty anti-inflammatory, but there were some things that I picked out. And then when I asked her about plant-forward protein, she's like, it's very minimal. So that suggested to me that there's a gap in nutrition there. There's a gap that we can fill with more plant-forward uh, protein options for her, again, to reduce that inflammation. 
So some examples again include beans, lentils, your whole grains, tofu, edamame beans, tempeh, etc. Um, colorful vegetables and fruits. Uh, when I was at the retreat, I realized this myself that I wasn't eating enough vegetables and fruits on a daily basis. And touch wood, I'm a healthy female. And as of now, I do not have any chronic illness. So imagine if you do have chronic illness, you are either flaring, your medications are not working, you have extreme fatigue, brain fog, a lot of pain, you're a mom, entrepreneur, you know, you're, you're, you're wearing a lot of hats and the fruits and vegetable intake can slip you know, and these are super, super, super important. So if anything you take away from this presentation is make sure that you're getting at least four to seven servings of vegetables and three to four servings of fruits a day. Again, in my nutrition coaching program, I provide um, an anti-inflammatory foods questionnaire that I've developed based on all the research that I've done. And that just gives my clients checking off of how many times of which anti-inflammatory foods they need in a day so that we amp up, like, you know, we amp up their anti-inflammatory potential of their meals and snacks so that slowly their inflammation is reduced. If weight loss is one of their goals, then they start, you know, losing weight as well once we take care of the inflammation and insulin resistance. So again, um, a serving of vegetable is one cup raw and half cup cooked. So it's easy to get in, but it's also easy to forget about. Like I said, as a dietitian myself, I realized at the retreat, I wasn't getting enough vegetables. So I made it a point every single day um, to eat vegetables at breakfast because that is when I don't eat vegetables at all. And, you know, my mom and I have created this habit now to include vegetables at breakfast in some shape or form because it's easy to get vegetables at lunch. You know, sometimes if you're eating a sandwich without anything in it, then you're missing out on vegetables. But dinner is when most people get vegetables, but breakfast and snack can be a great opportunity to include more vegetables. And then fruits are amazing too, because they are rich in antioxidants and they also provide you with fiber. Next thing is fermented dairy with probiotics. This is, like I said, this was my master's degree and I stand by fermented foods. A lot of, um, Diets out there will tell you to avoid dairy, which is fine. Um, again, if dairy is your trigger, but it's super important to understand the whole composition of dairy. Like I said, I have a master's degree in dairy products technology. So I learned everything about dairy. And um, the probiotics containing dairy is really, really important to um, replenish your gut flora as well as reduce inflammation in your body. So if you are, um, you know, lactose intolerant, then just try lactose-free dairy. And then if your intake of cheese is very high, then definitely reduce your intake of cheese because that is inflammatory because it does contain a lot of sodium and saturated fat. It's very easy. It's very hard to like low fat cheese and also, it's very hard to kind of avoid a lot of saturated fats because the American diet contains a lot of saturated fats. So again, focusing on 
polymonounsaturated fatty acids, omega-3 fatty acids, and then reducing your intake of cheese, but increasing your intake of fermented dairy, which is again, kefir, probiotic containing yogurt, once a day is amazing. Prebiotics. Um, these are specific type of fibers um, that feed your gut flora. So uh, garlic, onions, um, you know, you can also cook some potatoes, leave them overnight. And then if you eat them next day, then they contain resistant starch. And this is also an incredible source of food for your gut flora. So including some of these foods is super, super important. Um, herbs and spices. As a South Asian, um, you know, I eat a lot of herbs and spices. I grew up eating that. So it comes naturally to me. But a lot of American um, diet does not include lots of herbs and spices. So, you know, trying to experiment with different ethnic herbs and spices is a great start. I encourage a lot of my clients to go to ethnic stores like Indian store or uh, Asian Chinese store because or Mexican store because you're going to get exposed to so many different types of herbs and spices that you probably haven't thought of. And then once a week, you know, trying some of the new um, cultural ethnic herbs and spices is a great goal to have um, so that you start having a variety of herbs and spices in your diet. These are potent antioxidant, anti-inflammatory rich foods available to us easily available to us. But I, what I notice is most of my clients come to me where they're only consuming a little bit of black pepper. They try to include turmeric on and off and then cinnamon. But what about like nutmeg? What about cloves? What about bay leaf? What about cilantro? What about basil? You know, there's so many different herbs and spices. And again, you may be someone who includes them but once a month or once a week. So if you're that person, then, you know, increase the frequency of consuming these herbs and spices. And lastly, my favorite oil is extra virgin olive oil. A lot of times you are told to include coconut oil, which I am not in agreement with, again, because, um, depending on what medications you're taking, depending on if you're predisposed to cholesterol um, or if you already have high cholesterol, um, again, using saturated fats is not such a great idea because research studies have shown that consuming a lot of coconut oil can lead to high LDL cholesterol. I have seen this personally also in my clients um, who have followed autoimmune protocol in the past, their cholesterol levels increased. But then when they started following anti-inflammatory eating pattern, their LDL cholesterol reduced, their triglycerides reduced, and then they had a much better cholesterol panel, less risk for heart disease. And we already know that um, patients with autoimmune chronic illness at, are at a higher risk for um, heart disease, for diabetes, et cetera. So include extra virgin olive oil, you know, a tablespoon a day is a great start. Now I'm gonna go over um, a day of eating anti-inflammatory foods with you. So you get a snapshot of what that would look like for you. So I want you to 
take a pen and paper, you know, hopefully you're a note taker and you've been taking a lot of notes. You have access to this um, as well. And then I'm also going to be giving you guys a free anti-inflammatory meal plan, which I'm super excited about. I don't usually go by meal plans because I also know in my experience that people don't really follow meal plans, but I want to give you something to go off of to start off with including some of these pillars of anti-inflammatory eating pattern. And then again, obviously, if you are interested in, you know, taking this to the next level and working with me either one-on-one or joining my group coaching program, which I'll be talking about at the end of this presentation. I would love to have you in my world and support you on um, your anti-inflammatory gut healing journey. So let's dive into what a day of anti-inflammatory eating looks like. So breakfast, um, oatmeal with cultured um, cottage cheese with apples, cinnamon, and chia seeds. So the cultured uh, brand cottage cheese has probiotics added in it. So there is a difference between just a regular yogurt and probiotic containing yogurt. So be aware of that. Um, And so that's why I'm saying that you can use cultured cottage cheese, um, or you could also use Activia yogurt um, in your oatmeal to introduce some of these probiotic strains. And then apples are a great source of fiber, quercetin, which is an antioxidant, cinnamon, or nutmeg, or clove powder, and chia seeds. Uh, lunch, um, you can have batch prepped soup or stew in an instant pot. I love these easy kitchen gadgets like instant pot, air fryer, rice cooker. All of these can come in handy to meal prep. So you could uh, make these soups or stews with bone broth. You can either buy the bone broth, just make sure it's not very high in sodium and it's good quality, or it's super easy to make bone broth in your instant pot as well. And then the soup or stew will have some beans, chicken, and veggies. I always say that if you are someone who doesn't include a lot of plant forward protein, you don't have to like completely eliminate your animal protein and say like, okay, now I'm going to just consume plant forward proteins or plant based proteins. You could do half and half. That way you're not missing out on something that you're used to eating, but you're also reducing the amount and giving space to something that is anti-inflammatory. And then use garlic and leeks for prebiotics in your soup or stew. Again, you know, this could be a curry as well with some gluten-free grain um, that you can have for lunch. Um, Dinner, herbed brown rice. Again, we don't think about adding bay leaf um, to brown rice. We don't think about adding dried herbs or we don't think about adding some turmeric or other spices to our brown rice because we don't think about it. You know, we are so busy. We don't have time to think and we have decision fatigue in the kitchen. So I challenge you to make some herbed brown rice with, um, you know, you can make this in rice cooker uh, with sauteed vegetables in olive oil, um, air fried or pan fried tofu or turkey meatballs if you prefer animal protein in this meal. And then snack could be edamame beans with pre-cut cantaloupe or banana. Again, I find a lot of um, people 
have followed this trend of having apple with peanut butter for snack. It's not such a great snack. I mean, it is a great snack, generally speaking, but it's not a great snack, I feel, for uh, women with autoimmune chronic illness. And here's why. Apple is a great source of fiber, but it doesn't give you very much um, carbohydrates for energy, right? Banana is a slightly high glycemic index carbohydrate. And again, this is something I dive deep into my nutrition coaching program. What carbohydrates you should be consuming that will prevent blood sugar spikes, that will give you more stable energy throughout the day, that will fuel your exercise if you're someone who exercises. So in that case, banana can be a good source of energy because we experience afternoon um, energy crash. So it will help you with a little bit of uh, energy spike, but then edamame beans are a great source of protein. So it will prevent that blood sugar spike that you will experience with banana. If you just have banana on its own, then obviously you're going to experience a little bit of a blood sugar spike and crash. I also notice in my clients when they start the program, that they just have a piece of fruit for snack. And again, you're missing out on protein, uh, which is going to, again, keep you fuller for longer time. So this is what a day of eating anti-inflammatory foods can look like. Again, you'll have a meal plan, so then you can kind of get inspired and go whip up quick meals in the kitchen and start following some of these anti-inflammatory pillars that we discussed in this session. So I hope so far so good. I know I've been talking a lot and this isn't an interactive session. However, the next piece of this thing that I love, love to talk about and I know is super important and is rarely talked about because your doctors don't have time to talk to you about this. And so if you're distracted, I want you to come back and please, please listen to the next piece of this session because this is going to help you stick to the anti-inflammatory eating pattern, trust me, in the long term and make it more sustainable. So I'm going to teach you some of the strategies of how you can be consistent with anti-inflammatory eating pattern. Reflect. Do you think you're consistent? You know, if you say, yes, I eat oatmeal every day, great, you're being consistent with eating a whole grain every day. But then where's the variety, right? Because the more variety you have in your diet, the better your gut flora is, the more nutrients you get, right? And then a lot of times you have doctor's appointments, you have meetings, you're really busy, you have kids um, classes, and then you put yourself on the back burner and you lose the consistency. So here's what I want you to focus on. Um, these are some of the strategies I want you to really take note of. Number one, avoid diet traps. Because diet just gives you some kind of spoon feeding method of eating, which you follow for 30 days. There's lack of education, and this is exactly what I experienced at the retreat as well. They just told us what to eat without educating us on anything. And so my mom was all confused, obviously, because I'm a dietitian. I was able to explain a lot of concepts to her. And then I have done that in the past as well with her. But 
I feel like these generic diets, generic meal plans, these restrictive diets give no education. And as adults, we want to know why. We want to have a rationale about why we are eating a certain way. How is it going to help us? And then how it, how the whole, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle fit together to make the puzzle. So number one, if you want to be consistent with anti-inflammatory eating pattern, don't get you know, swayed by shiny object syndrome or, um, you know, start following some kind of diet. So I want you to do some reflection around this. What diets have you tried that have left you stressed and anxious around food? A lot of my clients have tried all sorts of diets under the sun. But when they go through my nutrition coaching program is when they find the sustainability. A lot of clients also jokingly tell me like, I thought I knew everything before starting this program. But to my surprise, I have learned so much in this program. And I know for a fact that this has become second nature now and that I I have created an anti-inflammatory eating pattern that is sustainable. So the foods bring pleasure. They are the part of celebrations. So I want to know, like, you know, what diets have you tried? Just reflect and have these diets left you stressed and anxious about foods. Do you feel like you fear foods? A lot of my clients fear specific foods because they are afraid to reintroduce foods that they've eliminated and because they fear flares. They feel like they're going to flare, but it's also not sustainable. If you restrict a lot of foods, what happens is you also start experiencing micronutrient deficiencies on top of the micronutrient deficiencies that are caused by your medications. So you may be thinking, I'm doing everything right. I'm checking off all the boxes, but then I'm still experiencing fatigue, brain fog, flares, et cetera, et cetera. And the reason could be micronutrient deficiencies that are undetected. And this happens again, if you fear food, if you've made your diet very, very limited and have eliminated a lot of food groups. Um, do you feel like food is controlling your emotions? And you are constantly trying a new diet to help you without much success in the long term. Sure, success temporarily, we all can have success temporarily in, our, in the relief of our symptoms. But what about sustainability? What about 30, 90, 180 days after, right? So I want you to reflect on this. And then the strategy is also to shift your mindset from elimination to addition. A lot of people, when they come into my world, when they learn about my approach of anti-inflammatory eating pattern, they're like, okay, what should I eliminate? And I'm like, how about we start by addition? Because then you're going to find that adding anti-inflammatory foods have done wonders that you've completely forgotten about what to eliminate because now your plate is so... Um, colorful. It has so many anti-inflammatory food compounds and that you're experiencing transformations that you have not even like wondered what to eliminate from your diet to prevent flares or to uh, experience symptom relief. And that is the key, you know. 
the next thing is um, look at your diet from the lens of this is an act of body kindness and self-care versus a chore. I know as chronic illness warriors, you are doing so much and expending your spoons quickly. And I completely understand. And like I said, I've seen this with my mom and I've combined empathy with evidence-based nutrition education that I have to do what I do. So I completely understand. So that's why I want you to kind of, you know, take this whole approach as this is the act of body kindness and self-care. So if you're like going to the grocery store, think about this not as a chore, but instead like, okay, I'm doing something for myself. I'm doing something for my body. I'm doing something for symptom relief. And that could be as little as reading nutrition labels of different yogurts when you go to the grocery store and spending about five extra minutes on educating yourself and you know, learning about which yogurt is the best for you, which yogurt has probiotic strains versus which ones do not have that. And then picking the one that has probiotic strains and enjoying that to the fullest. So this mindset shift is really, really going to help you with making your anti-inflammatory eating pattern a more sustainable one. Because restrictive diets are not sustainable. You can ask Kara. She came to my group coaching program with autoimmune protocol where she had eliminated a lot of, you know, food groups. And then we created a very sustainable anti-inflammatory eating pattern for her as well. And that's why she stands behind, you know, my approach of um, education, my approach of coaching um, to patients and clients. Next strategy to make this whole anti-inflammatory eating pattern consistent is set up your environment for success. This may sound easier said than done. But number one, if you lack evidence-based nutrition education, if you don't know exactly how to build your pantry, how to um, have your fridge ready, your freezer ready for putting together anti-inflammatory meals. If you don't know what questions to ask when building these anti-inflammatory meals so that you have amped up the anti-inflammatory potential of these meals, you're going to have a hard time being consistent because of decision fatigue. If you pass by a fast food restaurant, if you're going to your kids, um, you know, football practice or whatever, it's evening, and you haven't set up your environment for success, what is going to happen? Your kids are hungry, you are hungry, you don't have any energy or spoons left to come home and prepare meals, your kids are nagging you. And then next thing you know, you stop by at a fast food restaurant, you pick up something for yourself, for your kids, they're happy, you are in pain. You don't have good quality sleep because of inflammation, because of extreme pain that was led to, because of the extreme pain that was caused by um, eating fast food. Again, it's not your fault, but 
thinking ahead and setting up your environment is going to be super important. So again, you know, going back to the example of going to your kids practice, you know, having some snacks ready on on hand. Um, when you go to the practice, meal prepping a little bit, thinking about what meals you're going to make for the week and um, doing grocery shopping based on that. And again, this is a whole module in my coaching program to make you ready and make this meal planning and prepping very, very seamless and effortless. That is exactly what I want for all my clients to be able to do this effortlessly. So again, set up your environment for success. And this can look like routines, nighttime routine, morning routine, um, having your kitchen set up, making sure you're not going through the uh, not going on the road where you pass fast food restaurant especially your favorite foods again because we know that it's going to cause inflammation and all of that and then um the, lastly choose to be part of a supportive community i know we have a facebook group here great i kudos to you i am so glad that you're part of this summit because now you're part of a supportive community where you work towards adopting an anti-inflammatory eating pattern with other women going through similar struggles. And then finding a coach, either me or some other registered dietitian who is an expert in helping you adopt an anti-inflammatory gut healing eating pattern um, so that you, the coach can help you bridge the gap between the knowing to executing to becoming consistent when you encounter barriers and challenges to making this lifestyle second nature. We know a lot of things. We are part of different Facebook groups. Um, you know, we, we are learned. You know, a lot of my clients do have a lot of knowledge about anti-inflammatory eating pattern even. But what the missing piece is consistency and execution because they don't have the proper education about why these are anti-inflammatory foods, how to consistently amp up the anti-inflammatory potential of your meals, and then what are some of the uh, trigger foods that you have based on your food and symptom journal that are causing flares and preventing your medications from working well for you. And again, you know, it's not like generalized, it has to be individualized. And every person's response to this eating pattern is slightly different because we all are different. So hopefully this session is going to spark some, you know, um, excitement in you because now you know that it's super easy and realistic and simple to adopt an anti-inflammatory eating pattern and that it's not so difficult as you may have read about some restrictive diets and it's not expensive either. If you're, if you know how to grocery shop in a budget friendly way, if you know exactly, um, you know, what pantry items you need, then it's going to be a very effortless and seamless process. So hopefully you feel inspired. Hopefully the reflection exercise gave you some food for thought to think about, you know, if you're embarking or if you're, if you are about to embark on an, a journey of adopting some kind of restrictive elimination diet, then I hope this session is inspiring you to not go that direction, but instead, you know, 
sort of start creating smart, smart goals, um, simple, small goals each week based on the pillars of anti-inflammatory eating pattern that I discussed with you um, because you know yourself the best. You know um, what are some of the things that you can implement right away and then start doing that right away so that you start experiencing some symptom relief. So just to summarize this whole session, we talked about, you know, a little bit about my story. We talked about pillars of anti-inflammatory eating pattern. I gave you a snapshot of what eating um, anti-inflammatory uh, meals in a day looks like. And then we talked about some strategies uh, that can help you make this anti-inflammatory eating more consistent because consistency is key in anything in life to be successful. So hope you enjoyed this session. Let me know inside the Facebook group. If you have any questions, I'll be more present. Um, our internet is fixed now, so I'll be more present in the Facebook group. And then I can provide some responses to the questions. I know I wasn't able to be part of the live Q&A, but I will keep my eyes open inside the Facebook group. If you have any questions, just tag me at Jennifer Tarani so that I know this question is meant for me and that I can fully support you as part of this summit. And like I said, you're going to get a free anti-inflammatory meal plan as a gift from me so that you feel inspired um, to start cooking more anti-inflammatory meals. Now, I'm going to take just a minute to talk about my program. Um, so my next program is starting mid-April. And, um, you know, if it's something that it interests you, you can uh, reach out to me at chronicpain.nutritionist on Instagram, or you can direct message me on Facebook and then let's chat. Or I also have a link in my bio to apply for my coaching program on Instagram. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to share the link um, as part of this summit to my program, but I'll ask Dr. Vada. And if she's okay with that, I'll share the application link inside the Facebook group as well. But if not, then you can find the link in my Instagram bio. So I have designed this program for busy women with shoguns who desires to break free from restrictive diet traps with more evidence-based nutrition, um, identifying their unique trigger foods, which is a big thing about my program that I offer. Um, I, there is an incredible community and one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. So you have hot seat coaching calls every week with me to help you overcome barriers and challenges. So you have a whole portal for education, hot seat coaching calls with me so I can help you individualize this whole plan um, for, you, for you based on your current lifestyle, your roles that you play in your life and your challenges and barriers. And then, you know, providing feedback on food and symptom journal so I can help you identify your unique trigger foods and then customize any elimination that is needed. So, you know, I'm looking for about 10 to 15 members so that um, you can join the program and um, take advantage of adopting an anti-inflammatory nutrition and gut healing program that I have to offer. And um, it's called the silver lining experience. And, you know, the silver lining is there. Um, even if you have chronic illness, there is a silver lining to that. And um, 
I hope that you're able to implement some of the strategies that I've shared in this um, session with you. And then if you have any questions, I'm more than happy to support you. And if you want to take this to the next level and work with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis or in my group coaching program, I invite you to apply for the program or just direct message me so we can chat about it. I always want to make sure that we are a good fit for each other and that I'm able to help you. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's no point of you joining the program if I am not the right fit for you or if, you know, you're not a good fit for my program. So I look forward to hearing from you in any shape or form. And I am super excited about this summit and then continuing this conversation with you all. Have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. If you love this episode, make sure to follow Jennifer at chronicpain.nutritionist on Instagram. She and I will also be kicking off another session of our Redefining Success short course together June 1st. This four-week program is specifically designed for the busy professional woman who is ready to forget the fog and fatigue and rediscover her vibrant, confident self for good. You will learn how to stop stress from stealing your spoons, reset your relationship with restorative rest, learn how to deal with the uncertainty that comes with chronic illness, and nourish to flourish with non-restrictive, flexible food support. To learn more, visit www.crunchyallergist.com and make sure to subscribe to our newsletter for even more naturally minded and scientifically grounded crunchy goodness. Take care, and I can't wait to talk with you again next week.